1: Poured out upon all men. (laughs) This is is that spoken by the
2: prophet George.
3: It Like It Is radio program We're coming to you live from the studios of KDIX Dickinson, North Dakota. I pastor the New Life Pentecostal Church right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. I have Abe Simons in the studio with me running the controls. We've got people texting me, emailing me already. Good to have Amber from Mississippi listening. We've got the Frost family from Minnesota, Billy from the Philippines, and the Millers from Golva, Carl and Jeannie from Texas, and Brother Griffith from Great Falls, Montana, so far listening to the Tell It Like It Is show. You can be part of this program. You can text me questions. You can tell me you're listening. You can do all kinds of things, except anything mean. You can't do that. If you don't like anything I say, just be really nice to me. And that number is 701-290-7862. 701-290-7862. You can email me if you're out of the United States Robert Simons 58 at gmail.com. I'm going to sing a song. I've been threatening to make a CD, and, um, and the CDs going to be about, it's going to be simply uh, called out, I think is the name of the CD. But um, I've got, got some songs about Pentecostal distinctives. This won't be necessarily a worship album. It'll be a doctrinal album but uh, this would be one of the songs on it a little chorus I wrote years ago I'll have to have Abe put his mind to making some verses for this thing but this is a little song about who Jesus is
1: Sing your praise Sing your praise to Him Sing your praise Sing your praise to Him For He alone is worthy He alone is holy He alone is God So sing your praise Sing your praise to Him Sing your praise, sing your praise to Him For He alone is worthy He alone is holy
3: just tuning in late this is the Tell It Like It Is radio show and we've got Abe running the controls tonight and nobody else in the studio with us but we are looking for people um, the uh, says there's another sermon playing over your show tonight somebody named uh, somebody named Bob hmm, I wonder what's going on with that another sermon playing over our show Hmm, that doesn't. If anybody else hears that, let me know. We've got John and Nancy listening from Caribou, Maine. Again, good to have them back. And uh, Greg from Greg and Mary listening from Mesa, Arizona. Thanks for telling it like it is. Uh, this Bob that texted me, can you uh, is can you still hear that noise that's coming through? Hopefully not. Hopefully there's not any feedback coming in on on the station here tonight. Could be possibly tonight. Uh, probably hard-hitting program. Um, just hopefully you stay tuned, especially you local people. Stay tuned to me. Don't turn me off. The um, uh, I want to turn your attention to start with 2 Chronicles 15. 2. And this is a prophet that went out to meet King Asa. I'm going to read verse just verse 2. It says, And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa. And all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. And this is, um, I'm going to talk about this subject tonight. Uh, Amos 3.3 3 asks a question. And I've, in fact, I've written a song about Amos 3.3. 3, and the question is simply, can two walk together except they be agreed? Somebody else says they can hear a sermon in the background on Holy Ghost Radio. That's kind of weird. If Brother Duran's listening, uh, there's another sermon playing on Holy Ghost Radio at the same time we're playing. Um, but there's no other sermon on the Internet. So the um, Sister Brett's listening tonight. We've got um, just several people that are listening tonight. Hopefully that they can get that tuned up on this other sermon, and hopefully I'm louder than the other guy. Brother Fuller is listening. We've got... Um, just all kinds of people texting me now. The, um, uh, we've got uh, Devin in California listening. There is another sermon playing over your show. You know what? I'll tell you what. The um, I, I'll try to get a hold of Brother Duran and and text him and see if I can figure that out. The um, You can also tune in to us on KDIX.net. That's another way to do this, that you can tune into us. You know what, Abe? Why don't you play a song, and we'll get this straightened out. We'll be right back. I'll um, I'll get this um, I'll get this and um, try to get this straightened out. Big Bang. like at his radio show, we should not be having Brother Arnold in the background now. Uh, wouldn't you rather listen to Pastor Bob than Bob, Bob than Jeff Arnold anyway? Hey, I'm just teasing. He's a great preacher. Good to have you, Yvonne from Bowman listening. Jody is listening from Harvey. How long have you been clean now, Jody? How long have you been sober? We've got Becky and Regina. We've got um, some Lomans from New England, just a whole bunch of people texting me, and I'm glad for that. 701-290-7862. This week, in starting Tuesday night in Bowman, our beach, we're going to have Mark Schreckheis, the missionary, uh, in the, our service and our beach daughter work, and then back in Dickinson at our at the main church on Wednesday night, Brother Mark Schreckheis from Honduras, and then Thursday night in Bowman at our... Daughter work there in Bowman. So uh, Mark Schreckheis will be speaking in this area. He's a missionary to Honduras. And then a week from today, we've got Brother Gilbert Pearson going to be preaching several services in our area. So that's going to be neat. Um, Jody, congratulations. Six months next Saturday. You'll be clean and sober, and the power of God is working in your life. That is so cool. If you uh, tuned in, and this was, there was a little confusion because there was another program going on. I'm going to read the scripture again, 2 Chronicles 15.2. The uh, prophet went out to meet Asa, said to him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. And then Amos 3.3, 3, Can two walk together except they be agreed? What, what, what our subject's going to be tonight is this. Many people, many religious people, many sincere religious people believe they are walking with God. They are walking with God. And the very essence of the idea of faith is that we walk by faith, not by sight or by hearing. And so the idea is you walk with God by faith. And so everybody that names the name of Jesus claims to be walking with God, and possibly in their own way are walking with God, but my question is, is God walking with us? In other words, if we're not doing it the way God wants us to do it, will God okay our tradition? Will God okay our effort? Will God okay our sincerity? You know, that, as I said, most people that practice religion believe that they are walking with God and God is walking with them. Is this the right kind of faith to believe that? Just to believe because you're putting in the effort, you're doing it the way that you think is best, that God is walking with you. And tonight I'm going to attempt to prove on the, on the radio tonight that that's not true. Just because you're putting in your best effort, just because you're doing it the way you think is best, doesn't mean God sanctions it, and it doesn't mean that God's walking with you or approving what you're doing. For instance, uh, I'll just give you—I'm going to give you several for instances tonight. But for instance, Saul of Tarsus, who was a Pharisee, a Jew, when Christianity broke on the scene, when Jesus died and rose from the dead, and the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost. Many, many, many Jews became what we would call believers or Christians in the New Testament. And the Apostle, or Saul of Tarsus believed that they were preaching and teaching um, heresy, false doctrine. And because of that, Saul of Tarsus got the authorities behind him and was able to get a lot of Christians arrested possibly even some put to death. And um, and he thought he was doing God's work. And he couldn't have been farther away from the truth than that. And, of course, if you know the Bible at all, you'll know that Saul of Tarsus was eventually converted and became the great Apostle Paul, and who he had at once persecuted, he now joined and promoted. But when he was doing, when he was sincerely persecuting Christians he was sincerely wrong you see you can think in your religious way that you're walking with God but you may not be if you're not walking according to truth all through the Bible we see this all through the Bible we see um, this um, this um, taught and shown you look back in the Book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 32, uh, you'll see that Moses was up in the mountain and he hadn't come down for a long time, and the people were getting restless. (coughs) And they decided they weren't going to need Moses anymore, and they wanted Aaron to be their king. And in Exodus 32 and verse 3, it says, All the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them, and that was, I believe, an Egyptian custom, they brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand, fashioned it with a graving tool, after he had made it a molten calf, and they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast day to the Lord. Okay, these people melted a bunch of gold, and they formed it into a golden calf, and they named it Jehovah. or or Yahweh, whichever way you want to pronounce it. But that golden calf was not Yahweh. They just called it Yahweh. And they thought they were going to serve Yahweh by worshiping a golden calf. And, in fact, Aaron made a great proclamation, tomorrow we're going to have a big religious ceremony day. But you see, God was not in this. They thought they were walking with God, but they weren't. God had left the scene, and if you know the rest of that story, um, you'll you, you'll realize that that it's a uh, uh, a really sad thing what happened on that day. And and I'm going to give you all examples through the Bible like this. You can think you're walking with God, but He is not walking with you. That's why, and I and I mentioned I talked about when I, this, this subject on Wednesday night in our church here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And I also talked about it at the county jail today in in a small way, maybe a little simpler way there. But I want to get across to people, it does matter what you believe. It does matter. Uh, You know, you can't just come to God on your own terms, your own religion, your own tradition. Just because your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents did it a certain way doesn't make it right. And I know this is hard and I know this is tough, and and tonight i'm not telling you you need to listen to pastor bob what i'm telling you is you need to listen to the word of god you see this this isn't about joining my church or or come, going along with this radio broadcast it's not about that it's about whether what i'm telling you is the truth or not is it the original christianity or not i'm going to give you some more examples here in just a second Abe's going to play a song off our play, playlist, and I'm going to read some of my texts. Good to have Brother Fuller uh, and, and some of the rest of you texting me some things. Come right back.
4: The question was raised as my conscience fell A silly little alive. It didn't mean much, but it lingers still in the corners of my mind. Still you call me to walk on the edge of this world to spread my dreams. you love me
3: He's playing some great music tonight, and what he should do is play a song on my guitar is what he should do, but who knows, if the outcry is great enough, maybe he will. Uh, hello to Nikki from Fargo listening, hello to Pastor Brother Seth Springer from Bowman listening tonight, and uh, also the Schulers are listening up in Grafton. A lot of people texting me tonight, thank you so much, I haven't really read all my emails yet talking about this idea that you could think in your religion that you're walking with God, but is he walking with you? We look at we look at through the Old Testament, we find times when, like for instance, when the children of Israel had come into the Promised Land and they conquered Jericho. They came up to the next city, Ai, and they went to attack the city, and they were defeated the first time because God wasn't with them because of sin in the camp. They thought God was with them, but he wasn't. We read um, in 1 Samuel chapter 4 and 5 where the children of Israel who, who had been living in a terrible way. The, the priests, um, uh, Eli's sons, uh, were, were living in a um, uh, just a terrible, terrible way. They were fighting the Philistines and they thought, let's bring the Ark of the Covenant with us out to battle. They brought it out to battle. They shouted. They got excited. Uh, the Philistines got scared. Everybody thought Israel's going to have a great victory, but they did not because God wasn't with them. They thought they were with God, but God wasn't with them. And all through the scriptures, you'll read about a time that Samson, when Delilah cut his hair, the Bible said, he wished not that the spirit was departed, that the Lord was departed from him. So all through these times, we, we realize that you can think in your religion that God is okay in what you're doing, that everything's okay. Uh, you can think because you have numbers on your side. Um, the um, you, you can think all that that you want to, but it doesn't mean that God is with you. Ephesians 4.30 says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. And so it's possible to grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, this... Um, In the war, in the Civil War, a supporter of of Abraham Lincoln came up to Lincoln and said, "Mr. Lincoln, he I hope that the Lord would be on the side of the North." And Lincoln replied, "About that, I am not at all concerned, but only that we should be on the side of the Lord." And that's exactly what I'm trying to say here today. We're not trying to get God on our side. We're not trying to get God to approve of our plans and to approve of our doctrine and our belief system. What this is about is is getting on God's side, believing what God wants us to believe. So tonight, the essence of this program is this. God is going to walk with those who agree with him. God is going to walk with those who agree with him. If you don't agree with God, he won't walk with you very long. You have to come into an agreement with God. He does not have to come into an agreement with you. God's word is true. God's plan of salvation, and God's basic expectation for His people is what we have to find out. I want you to know. I want. I want you to know. I want you to know that it is not important that you agree with Pastor Bob, but it is important that we all come into an agreement with God. You know, I remember um, years ago I was doing some marriage counseling, and this couple was getting married. The girl knew all about the Word of God and what was right, but she was choosing to marry a guy that that didn't believe this. And in my office during the pre-marriage counseling, he got really upset, really upset, and raised his voice even and said something like, why do you Pentecostals think you're the only ones right? He was really upset with me. And I tried to calm him down, I said, well, if we're not right, and if you're right, why don't you tell us so we can be right? And then he seemed to get really upset because he didn't know what he believed. He just believed that all of us should be able to believe whatever we want, and God is going to be okay with that. In Galatians chapter 1 and verses 8 and 9, Paul said, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than which you have received, let him be accursed. Paul was saying that the original gospel that the apostles preached is the gospel, that's it, and it has evolved in many churches into something that's unrecognizable. Like the the Apostolic Plan of Salvation, in many churches cannot even be found. Like for instance, um, there are churches that baptize babies. That's not found in the Bible. In fact, baptism was always done administered to people that had given their life to Jesus or repented. For instance, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Notice he said, Repent and be baptized. You've got to repent, every one of you, and be baptized. And repentance and water baptism work together for the remission or forgiveness of sins. You see, it's important that we know that. So if you were sprinkled as a baby, and you tell me, well, I think God will accept that. Well, why do you think that? Because a bunch of people did it? Because thousands of people have done that? Millions of people have done that? Does that make it right? Does sincerity and effort, is that going to impress God? See, I'm telling you, in every area of our life, you know, it's okay to disagree. Like, we can disagree on a lot of things, and, and it's really not an issue. But we need to come to an agreement with the Word of God. And here again, you know what? This isn't about, we just we bought a new church building a year ago, and uh, it's exciting what's going on. Uh, we have a building that can hold 500 people. I I can easily see the day that building will be full. And we've got Daughter Works now in Bowman and Beach, and I can see thriving churches in those cities. And hopefully some more churches around this area that believe this Acts 2.38, oneness of God message and holiness. You know what? But that's not where I want to stop this thing. I want whole church congregations to believe this. You don't have to belong to Pastor Bob's church to go to heaven. But you do need to believe the message that the apostles preached and taught. And this message was not handed down uh, genetically, or it was not handed down ancestrally. This is handed down doctrinally. In other words, you can't trace this back. Some people think, well, I had somebody one time, I was at a funeral, and they found out I was a pastor. And they said, this funeral was at a church that has a very long history dating back to maybe the 6th century, this particular church. And they looked at me, and they were very sarcastic. They said, how old is your church? And I said, "We, we go back to the day of Pentecost where Peter said, repent and be baptized Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Why would you go to a church that doesn't preach at least the basic plan of salvation? We've got to get back to the original gospel. In Jude, verse 3, he said, Beloved, When I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And so this program tonight, what we're talking about is our sincerity is not, uh, sincerity is a great thing, and and I believe that uh, we need sincerity, and we need effort. But if you're sincerely wrong, you're in trouble. Or I'm in trouble. You know, that's why, um, you know, over the years I've done this. I've I've done crazy things. I've offered any pastor in Dickinson here that wants to come on the air with me and talk about baptism, for instance. You're welcome to come on with me. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know why? Because... I'm not trying to prove my doctrine. I'm just sharing with people what the Bible says. The reason the Bible teaches us to be baptized in the name of Jesus is because, because the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost is Jesus. That's why Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, when Jesus says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, he doesn't say in the names of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Because, first of all, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. And secondly, it's one name that Jesus was telling them to baptize in. And that's why in the book of Acts they baptized in the name of Jesus. So this is pretty simple stuff in some ways. But my question again to you is, you think you're walking with God. Well, the Bible says examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith or not. What if all these years you've been walking with God in error and he's not approving of it? I can tell you story after story after story of people that have served God a certain way and heard more truth, and because of that, they added that truth to what they already knew, whether it was baptism in Jesus' name or receiving the Holy Ghost or whatever it was, and they continue to walk with God. Abe's going to play a song and um, on, on our playlist. Somebody wants him to play that song he played for Mother's Day today, but I don't know if you have all the words to that song, do you? The, um, he, somebody wants him to play that. Anyway, stay tuned. Got a little more of our program left. Begin. for all the texting we've got about 20 minutes left in our broadcast simple simple message and just simply this are you walking with God question mark or what the real question is is God walking with you and the only way we can know that for sure is by submitting our lives to the word of God and especially the authority of the New Testament Um, I believe in both New and Old Testament but the New Testament is the authority, it's what makes the Old Testament clear. It's the summation of the Old Testament. It brings the Old Testament to light. You know, we've got um, some people that requested Abe, our studio man here, to uh, play a song he played in church. So this is Mother- its Mother's Day. I should have done a program on Mother's Day. Well, this is going to have to work. And Abe's going to sing a uh, Mother's Day song. And this is a uh, just a song called, uh, what's it called, Mama or... If the world had a mama like mine. This is Abe Simons and singing this song.
5: Join a feminist group Didn't trade her apron in for a suit She stayed home And raised my brothers and me Some people might call her crazy Some magazine might say she's lazy But I got some words I'd like to speak If the world had a mama like mine There'd be more, no more hate and love all the time And There'd be no kids sleeping in our streets. If the world had a mama like mine, there'd be a lot more dancing, a lot more laughing, and abortion would be a word we didn't speak. If the world had a mama like mine, oh, if the world had a mama like mine. Now that I got two baby girls sleeping in this cruel, cruel world I thank God every day they got a praying mama What an example to have a praying mom and a praying dad and I hope that one day they can sing this song If the world had a mama like mine there'd be more living and more giving and There'd be no violence in our schools If the world had a mama like mine There'd be a lot less crying A lot less dying And the church would be more than just a place we meet If the world had a mama like mine whoa. If the world had a mama like mine I wanna sing my mama For every prayer that she prayed, I wanna thank my wife for the girl she's gonna raise. If the world had a mama like mine, if the world had a mama like mine, if the world had a mama like mine, mine, there'd be more praying. And more staying in, we love our neighbor like we love ourselves. If the world had a mama like mine, we'd love one another and we wouldn't see color and the Bible will not collect dust on our shelves. If the world had a mama like mine, oh, if the world had a mama like mine,
3: out to all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. This is Pastor Bob Simons, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, broadcasting live from Dickinson, North Dakota, this May 13th, 2019. This will also be podcasted if you're listening to it later. The uh, people are, my phone is burning up, people are texting me, that's cool. Uh, and You can text me 701-290-7862, people really like that song too. That was uh, Court Chavis that wrote that song. That's a Pentecostal preacher. Uh, and he wrote that song called If the World Had a Mama Like Mine. That's good stuff. The, uh, and, uh, oh, boy, people love that song. I got more people texting you about your song than my wonderful sermon tonight. So I should just have you sing more often. We're talking about how important it is to dig into the Word of God to make sure you're saved. To make sure you're right with God, and it's not just the plan of salvation, but that's kind of where we're we need to start. I want to just tell you that that really, um, if you're going to a church that doesn't at least preach as the very at the very minimum, the Acts two thirty eight plan of salvation, repentance, water baptism in the name of Jesus, receiving the gift. Of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, just like they did on the day of Pentecost, if they don't preach that i I really think you should find a different church to take your family to, to take your your converts to and there's more to it than that there really is um, there's uh areas of of holiness and righteousness, so many churches of uh, you know I was just reading this that it said that many many churches across the United States have such difficulty preaching um, because of differences in ideas in the United States now. And I thought, that is so sad. Like, for instance, if the Bible says it's right, I'm going to say it's right. If the Bible says it's wrong, I'm going to say it's wrong. You know, it's I didn't make this stuff up. Don't get mad at Pastor Bob. Like, if I tell you, if you're shacking up with your girlfriend that you're living in sin, I, I'm not telling you that because it matters to me. But it matters to God, and it should matter to you. You know, if you love that girl, marry her. If you don't love her, what are you doing sleeping with her? You know, this this, this is, see, it's bigger than Acts 2.38 also. Paul said to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and 14, he said, Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And verse 17, he says, Come out from among them. Be separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I'll be a father unto you. You shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Mighty. See, the reason that God wants us not to be in close communion with these these people is because they're going to change our mind about what we think God thinks. I've mentioned this many times over the air, and I'm going to mention it again tonight. But we make fun of other nations, possibly, that maybe that have used statues in their worship. Uh, we we um, like some of the pagan nations, and in the past, of course, many nations were pagan, and there's still pagan, pagan uh, people that use statues in their worship. That's pagan, that's heathen, um, that's that's biblical. You know, the Bible specifically says not to do that. And so, a lot of times, and even in the Bible, God made fun of it. Like He said, "So you go, uh, like the prophet said, you go and you cut down a piece of wood, and you." use part of that piece of wood to cook your food on, and then you take the other piece of part of that piece of wood and build a god out of it. (laughs) I mean, he was just making fun of that. Like, part of the piece of wood you cook your food on, and the other part of it you make a god out of, and you pray to it. But see, in America, we don't necessarily... Now, there there are religious groups that use statues in their worship, and they should not. But for the most part in America, we don't pray to statues, or we don't think God is a statue. But in America, what we do instead is we make God out of our own ideas, and we pray to that. And we think it's God. I'm going to tell you, that's who I was the first 20 years of my life. I believed in God, but I did not know that he was not the God of the Bible. He was a God that I had made up. He was a hodgepodge God of different ideas I had and different things I had heard, like My God didn't create hell. My God okayed everything I did. My God and I got along really, really good because he and I uh, agreed on everything. But you know what? I was 20 years old when I found out that my God wasn't the real God. And even though I had thought, and, and really it sounds strange, but I prayed every night before I knew God, to a God that I had made up and I prayed strange things and strange requests you know this this, um, this is a uh, you know I'm telling you this is the God of America we build our God just like they built that golden calf and we call it God but it's not God And we think we're walking with God and we are not. And the reason for people like me out there is because we need to find this out now before judgment day. If I was the devil, I'd want lost people to believe they were saved. I wouldn't want lost people to believe they were lost. Because if they started to believe they were lost, they might look to be saved. You know, this This is a so important that we understand this. Like, if you are listening to me tonight and have not been baptized in the name of Jesus, and you're getting upset with me and mad at me, and you're saying it to yourself, or maybe you're screaming at the radio right now and saying, Pastor Bob, I'm going to heaven because I have a good feeling inside and Jesus knows my heart and he knows that I love him but you haven't obeyed what he said to do to be saved? Don't get upset with Pastor Bob. I'm not trying to make any enemies here. I live in I've lived in Dickinson now. My family we moved here 30 years ago we uh I have all kinds of friends in the in the area. I know everybody. Everybody knows me. In fact, more people know me than I know them. Because people are always coming up to me. Hey, Pastor Bob. Hey, Pastor Simons. <coughs> I know their face, but sometimes I don't remember your name. <coughs> I love it here in Dickinson. I, 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 I love this city. I, I love the people. I love the mentality. I love the work ethic. I, I love everything about this city. But I moved here because... I realize that many of the churches in this city don't preach Acts 2.38. Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3, you must be born of the water and of the Spirit, born again. Peter said, you must repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is being born of the water and of the Spirit. It's as simple as that. And many of my fellow Dickinson are living in a way that is um, contrary to the word of God. You're living by creeds that are hundreds, 1,500, 1,700 years old. But these creeds are not based on the scripture. You believe that there are three separate and distinct persons in the Godhead. When the Bible clearly states that there's only one God, the Father, the Bible says that clearly. And the Bible says that the Father was in Jesus reconciling the world unto himself. That's why when Jesus, who is both man and God, both man and the Father at the same time, the Son of God, he said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. We've got to come into an agreement with God. Abe, why don't you give out some information on how people can find one of our churches, and I'm going to read my text.
6: Well, this is a Tell Like It Is radio broadcast coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota. You can visit our church. It's the New Life Pentecostal Church. Um, And our address is 501 Elks Drive. That's in Dickinson here. On Sunday morning, we have Sunday school at 10 o'clock a.m. That's adult Bible study. And also there's Sunday school for the kids. And at 11 o'clock a.m. is our worship service. It's the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson 501 Elks Drive. Our next service will be Wednesday night 7:30 p.m and we'd love to have you join us. If you are from the beach area, there's an apostolic midweek service every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center at 7:30 p.m. That's every Tuesday night, 7:30 p.m. at the Beach Community Center, um, is a service. Brother Joe is the pastor there. Um, also in Bowman, there's a midweek service every Thursday night, and that's at the Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 18 North Main, right in Bowman, North Dakota. Brother Seth is the pastor there, and um, they would love to have you every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Also um, in Beulah, There's the Truth Community Church, Truth Proclaiming Church. The address to that church is 223rd Street, Northwest. Um, They have service on Sunday morning at 1030 and Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. That's the Truth Community Church, 223rd Street, Northwest in Beulah, North Dakota. If you'd like more information, you can email Pastor bob simons his email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com or you can call or text him his cell phone number 701-290-7862
3: thank you abe and um, appreciate the sacrifice he makes to come into the studio every week uh, i've got my new breed love guitar here i played a song Abe played a song got a really nice sound to it if you're a guitar player got a nice clear clean sound just uh, going to wrap up this program I'm gonna sing a little song I wrote at the end. But, you know, we when we begin to come into an agreement with God, we will align ourselves with other people that are doing the same thing. And this type of unity is much different than the type of unity that has unity as its main desire. See, we don't have unity as our desire. We have truth as our desire. And I have very little desire for the type of unity that is just looking for unity. Because it throws away truth for the sake of unity. Romans 8.31, part of that says, If God be for us, who can be against us? If you've got God on your side, if you're walking with God, and He's walking with you, nothing (coughs) can stop you. And that's really what we have to do. One of my scriptures I read to start with was Amos 3.3. I wrote a song many years ago called Amos 3.3. And Amos 3.3 simply says this, Can two walk together, except they be agreed? We better come to an agreement with God.
1: If you're going to call Him Lord, He's got the right to say no To the things you want to do And the places you go The Lord don't want to play games With your Christianity He won't walk with you long Unless with Him you'll agree Can two walk together Unless they be agreed And how long can one the Holy Spirit grieve, so choose you this day, whom you will serve, the Lord or this world, the decision must be yours, it's time to take a stand, in the power of his might, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but it's the darkness we fight. So set your face like a flint. Get your feet on that rock, for there's power in the blood and in the name of our God. Can two walk together unless they be agreed? And how long can one... The Holy Spirit grieve, so choose you this day, whom you will serve, the Lord or this world, the decision must be yours, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes, amen. Like a TV or the internet or
3: whatever it is. (laughs) Oh, well, anyway, I'm going to end that song. We're out of time. Pastor Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is show. Lord Jesus, I just pray for each one that's listening today. God, I know that maybe some are upset, maybe some are thinking, but God, whatever it is, whatever the situation, Lord, the main thing, Lord, we just want you to walk with us, and we want you to walk with us. God, help us to walk with you according to your truth. We just pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord willing, we'll be back next Sunday night for another Tell It Like It Is radio show.
2: You are my Lord. You are my life. You are my joy.